the end of this month. Now it's the end. And and I get it. I know supply and all that kind of crap. And and but now they're saying end of December, early January before we get these motors. Really? Which if I call in, you know, later in December, they're going to say January. They're going. I don't know when I'm ever getting them. I guess my question is. Knowing this has happened, I got these ugly portables in those classrooms, but they don't provide heat, mm. which now is the issue because now everybody, those five rooms and schools are coming into chilly classrooms. And um, I'm thinking it might be smart for me to purchase, to have on hand some portable units. Do y'all have like access to units that do heat and air? Um, more portable we can help you with for that. emergencies yeah we definitely can help you with that um we could facilitate uh, and honestly you know. even it might be pretty quickly i'm going to talk with the principal mm -hmm. because i don't trust when we're going to get these motors yeah and you know especially at, a, at any school mm -hmm. we're not a hospital but we're a school yeah sure and kids are certainly going home and going oh god it was so cold yeah and morning. you don't want them complaining the parents to mom are and going, dad. well we pay tuition yeah uh -huh. you can't even keep them warm yeah. And so that was, I guess, one of my questions. The other one is when, when preventive maintenance and stuff is done, and I know when y'all went up, you saw probably some things that aren't being done. Um, these vents that go up, is that part of the cleaning process that y'all would do? Or is that, because I started walking around looking at different vents and they need to be cleaned. They haven't been cleaned in sure. the eight years we've been here is that something that normally a that is company does that's occasionally how, that's actually your housekeeping on the vent piece of it okay, now so that's we could do but we absolutely whenever we do the um initial we can um you know we could add in a little extra to to do that it's not typically what we do as part of the preventative maintenance yeah. um but we we can certainly it's um, just one of those things that i don't I've never really thought of, mm -hmm. and then just uh, mm -hmm. my maintenance supervisor and I were walking around and going, we're looking at some of these vents and going, Ugh, you know, mm -hmm. these things, I mean, they need to be cleaned. Mm -hmm. And I just never thought of it. Is that normally our responsibility, which I assumed it might be, but yeah, it just it just it's a cosmetic thing. Okay. Yeah, and but we can absolutely it's something we help can sure, with it. surely help you with if it's something we need to it hadn't been done in eight years and we need to get Just you maybe even get if you caught you up. Get started and we but, go ahead with this and maybe as a first time, mm -hmm. just even a summer thing where just come through and wipe it out or mm -hmm. spring breaks and that's the change of seasons maybe mm -hmm. when we're switching from heat to air again. Mm -hmm. That's something we could definitely talk to it. Just to be conscious of your time and it. No, you mentioned you asked how long this might take. Is there a hard stop that you no, had no, in mind? No, not necessarily. Okay. I'm flexible. Sure. Okay, I've well, got a couple other things going on today. That I'm not going to waste your time. I don't want to waste your time, but I, I wanted to be, just make sure we didn't have a you know, hard stop that I needed to know no, no, about. No, no. Uh, but so this is, we call this the verification meeting because we did the assessment, and you and I met um, a, a while back. It, for what we call the concept meeting and uh after taking some photos and and grabbing some numbers you you shared some numbers with me we're able to just put all this together and, and see how it looks so uh, and by the way bob this is a herculean task for him to get, <laughs> um 
surveyed on Tuesday. Yeah. I can attest for the fact, typically, and I was chastising him because typically you need more time, but I know that there's a next step with the um, others involved, but he wanted to clarify this with you before. So things are not... So can I ask what your role is or title is there? Yeah, I'm the general manager. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I should have introduced you before. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. So she's a big wig and she's watching you. <laughs> well, no, no, well, no, 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 it's not that at I all. I need support. I mean, this is, I want to take care of you guys, but I know yes. this is not... I also want to make sure I don't miss anything. Yeah. And, and you have been involved with Train and had another, you know, quote well, recently with that. But uh, It's a semi-big decision that I'm trying to make and I think the principal will trust my judgment either way since I've been dealing only with train and walker white train I have no issues with they're just expensive yeah walker white is kind of you get what you pay for yeah. and we're getting what we're paying for well and, and she real she really can speak to a, a lot of the things that I can't I told you I was new here I've been in about six seven months you know it, but uh, we have a long history with St. Joseph's, mm -hmm. and uh, and I've talked to Tofig, and I told him and he has been very complimentary about the thoroughness of the mechanics and mm -hmm. and stuff. That when I talk to him, and I'm like, they're not doing that here. And mm -hmm. you know, just mention the hosing down and cleaning out with more thoroughly of each unit. Mm -hmm. It's not being done. I've never seen a hose, water, anything go up on the roof. Yeah. <laughs> that was the question I had uh, for Roger. Yeah. I said, well, you, you know, let's talk about these hose hookups. Like, where do we hook up the hoses? He said, what hoses? You know, we got bibs around the side of the building, <laughs> so we hang the hose over the side of the building. And, you know, and, and I don't want to get in the weeds of that right this second. I, I do have a question about that, but, you know, maybe we get somebody uh, uh, to put a hose bib up there, too, because, I mean, I don't think you want hoses dangling off the side of the building. Yeah. And there are things that we can do to work around that. But the reason why I'm here is, is number one, we really would love to take care of Cardinal Newman. And number two, um, you know, I know that you've got a pretty quick um, timeline. And so Matt, you know, very wisely said, hey, can we first sit down and kind of go through preliminary findings? Okay. And so I was just going to set the stage for, um, you do have a lot of equipment. And um, Matt and John Farrell, we sent um, John Farrell, who, who's our service supervisor, so one of our best guys, because he also is, he still does work some, and, and he, of course, manages our team. But um, best guys looking at stuff and trying to make some good assessments. And then, of course, Matt worked really hard to get all of this stuff. We've got a um, you know, document and then put it in pricing so it's not just willy-nilly, you know, we come up with, you know, we think it's going to be such and such. We have paid attention to the type of equipment and it's, we've got software that helps us. Um, so, but with all that being said, this is a preliminary pass, just a conversation with you to kind of, um, you know, make sure that we're tracking with what Bob's trying to accomplish here and that um, we're in a lockstep alignment with you and then, um, and then you can coach us on, you know, hopefully in the end, at the end of this, um, you're gonna say absolutely, Total Comfort Solutions is the one that I wanna partner with. And so you're kind of giving us coaching back on, you know, how do we present this in a way to help you help others choose us is ultimately kind of the goal objective of this call. And again, that's why Matt brought me along. Just, you know, I'm gonna be quiet over here as much as I possibly can. I'm a talker, Bob, but I'll try to put a zipper on it. But, there is um, a, 
you know, <laughs> she also has history with, uh, with our Charleston location, takes yes. care of the diocese down there. Okay. And, and that she can speak to more of if we need to close that loop, because I know that all this has to go for final approval. Yeah, any type of contract has to go through our the, the mothership down there. So, and so, so it might help that we that we take care of their building. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. and you know, St. Joseph. So, yeah. it, it can't hurt, I don't think, uh, unless we're doing it. Uh, you know. But uh, so, Lake Service, we talked about that. That's really what sets us apart. We're a service company first. We're not a manufacturing company first. We're not a contracting company first. We're a service company. Um, I've got the physical assessment photos from what we saw on the roof. The financial assessment, you shared some numbers. I've got all that put up, uh, put together to show how it looks. Uh, recommendation, we do have a recommendation for you at the end. And then this co-author, the scope, like we talked about when we first sat down, I'm not bringing an agreement today. This is something we can co-author and say, hey, let's leave that equipment out or add this equipment or our, our guys can do that, your guys do this, and then agree upon the next steps. So when we got together, I, it was very clear to me that maximizing the student and staff and overall comfort for those folks is, is critical. Uh, that uh, If that's not taken care of, then it's going to lead to retention issues with students dropping out and, and, and teachers leaving because they're not comfortable. That to me seemed like your number one mm -hmm. priority with all of this. And then increasing reliability and efficiency, so minimizing that equipment downtime, shoring up all the existing HVAC equipment, making sure it'll last. Your equipment's right in the middle of its life. It's eight years old. You're right in the sweet spot of we got to get it to 15 years, which is the well, average you know, if, life expectancy, or longer. If they haven't, and I and I know I keep throwing water white out of the bus, but if they haven't been truly maintaining them properly, have we lost years on the equipment, or can, is that something that we can still expect maybe 15 years out of a lot of them? Well, I'll tell you this, Bob. We had, and I'll tell Matt the story too, we've got story after story, because our company, I've been with the company 12 years, um, the company's been in existence since 76, we've been a link franchise since 89, and we we sit here before you, and Matt will tell you that you know, our history dictates that we, we see on average an additional five years life expectancy with the equipment that we're taking care of, some beyond that. And I went on a, a care call that's part of our process, let's say we partner with one another, you know, periodically every quarter, Matt's going to be checking in with you from a care perspective, just how are things going. So I was doing a care call with one of our customers. We take care of Louisville Row up in Blythewood, and so meeting with those folks. And uh, um, anyway, short story is there they were singing our praises. You know, first summer that they'd ever been through um, a summer without a downtime event. And, and then the other guy, Chris, their maintenance guy, chimed in and he said, yeah, and they're 25-year-old pieces of equipment. So it really does, I mean, the, the fact that we're a service company, the whole business model link really matters because it's the whole business model, the way we go to market. And our whole business model is um, around uptime and reliability and equipment longevity. And we do more on the front end from a preventative maintenance perspective um, equal to or greater than OEM standard recommendations. And we do that, and that's part of the business model, and our pricing reflects that. Um, and the whole reason is because of the, the outcome, you're going to have less downtime, less complaints. It doesn't mean that all of them are going to go away, mm -hmm. um, you're gonna, but you are going to have less. And when you have them, we've got that 
quick response and then we're immediately springing into action to get it back up and going. So the very long drawn out answer to your question is that I, I'm confident that our team can get your, um, your systems um, back to a, an operable standard and feel confident that we can help you get um, the life expectancy out of them. Yeah. It doesn't help that they've you know, have let things get to this stage, but I think we can, you're at a point where it's not like they're 12 years old, they're right in the middle of the life expectancy, right. and I think we can make it, make the turn. And the last couple things here, reduce the increase in utility and operating costs. Uh, you shared some costs that you have currently, and then provide a, a proactive approach to address those unmajor or unplanned major repairs. I know you shared you got like 22,000 in, in major repairs and service calls last year. Um, and then I'm here to help mention that we are a service company first. We're not a construction company or a equipment manufacturing company that's that might be focused on new equipment. May I ask a question real quick? And I apologize, I did not ask until I realized, I didn't realize that you currently have um, temporary pooling in place. Is that cost included in the 22000 that you gave to Matt? Um, no. Walker I, White sold those to him for like $1,500. He rented them to us for $1,500. Okay. Because they're waiting on this pump. And and that was a one-time cost. Gotcha. Just, which, again, I, I know that was a favor. Because mm -hmm. um, I told him, I said, I'm not paying this every month of 1500 yeah. because we're waiting on your equipment. But gotcha. So they're here and they're working when needed and right. it's minimal upkeep on them. But Okay. No, that was just a fifteen hundred dollars. This is what I'm going to give them to you for, and however long you need them. Gotcha. So, um, so I like to put this in the beginning because we have three programs that we offer. Uh, the first one is what we call the full coverage program. That's the best program. It it covers all the quarterly test and inspect. Where we show up and test every piece of equipment, make sure it's working properly. Obviously. All of these include changing filters. That's that's kind of a no-brainer. But uh, the preventative maintenance, that's where we actually will clean everything uh, once a year, clean the coils. The uh, trouble calls, labor sending, expense, major repairs, components, parts, supplies, all that is covered in the full coverage program. Have you ever had a full coverage a program or, or, or talked about that at all? Are you familiar with, like, if a compressor goes out, it would be covered? Yeah. Have you heard about that at all? No, um, and that was one of the things I've not been happy with either because a lot of the equipment was on a limited warranty, I guess we want to say, and we're past it. Right. So we're like, mm -hmm. it's up to us to pay for all the repairs right now at this point. Which, gotcha. uh, and then I've heard other things like this where different things are covered that would help tremendously. Mm -hmm. um, so like when those motors go out on RTU2, <laughs> when that motor's out and, and it's X amount of dollars, uh, that would be covered under us in the full coverage program. Uh, under so y'all are able to assume the coverage on it, correct. even though these are old, not old units, but eight-year-old units. One thing you'll if see- If we pay for the full coverage part. Correct, and, and a, a major part of what she talked about in getting all this equipment, serial number, model number, was because when I put it into the link service software, it, it shows all of the, and accounts for all of the fan motors, all the condenser motors, 
uh, you know, all those important movable parts, we call them, any kind of movable part that might go out, I, I had to account for that. All those energy wheels, energy recovery heat wheels. Well, and that's part, part of what, and I, uh, it's a bad habit to get into because I don't want to pay for them, but you probably saw several of the ERV motors were the ones that are out. Yes, sir. And, but I don't need those working to have the unit working and to provide air and heat. That's just that extra fresh air component and everything else. And so there's several out that I just haven't gotten fixed mm -hmm. because it starts to add up and it's going to be 2,000 here, 3,000 here, and 4,000 there. And, and now I'm probably sitting on five ERVs that are just not working. And during COVID, that was part of our selling was, you know, these things are bringing in fresh air. We're not recirculating air in the school and spreading COVID. Sure. You know, those things are set up to bring in air from the outside and that was a big selling point for us that parents like to hear it wasn't 100 percent truthful but um you know so i like us and you probably saw i've got several that aren't running right now the unit's running but the erv is not working now full transparency um let's say we do move forward and we put a g coverage you know ultimately we would work with you to get those up and going and that would be an additional upfront cost yeah, but well, beyond I know that, that wouldn't be assumed by y'all because they're yeah. not working right now correct but, but beyond that you know if something goes wrong um and and we're able to absorb that much better because you know if you look collectively within i mean we've got thousands of pieces of equipment under g coverage within all of total comfort solutions and so it's a lot easier for us to bear the brunt of that than you know individual um, companies but, but, so the average equipment life is 12 to 15 years the average compressor life which is which is the high dollar piece is six to eight years so with you being eight year old, your seven to eight year old equipment, you're right there where all, all these compressors start going bad. And I've got a lot more to show you, so I don't want to get too far down in the weeds on that. But I do like to show this at first because when we keep talking about that would be covered, that's what we mean in the full coverage program. So the difference, I'm trying to see what's the difference yeah, between sure. the actual best and then the better. So better is what you're, what you, uh, <laughs> I was going to say what you think you have now, <laughs> but that's where you, uh, they come out, test and inspect once a, a quarter, the preventative maintenance, the cleaning of everything is covered. But when things break and there's a service call, you would pay the service call fee and you would pay for the parts and the motors and the compressors that would be under you. But the, the filter changes and the test and inspect and the preventative maintenance is, is covered over here. And the the good program is really ideal for someone that has brand new pieces of equipment where there's not going to be a lot of cleaning and, and preventative maintenance needed up front. But like I had a client that had a, a two-month-old big package unit, 30-ton package unit, and it was ideal for him to go with that. Um, but that's a testing and inspecting once a quarter. We're still changing filters. We're still checking on it once a quarter. But as it needs to be cleaned, we let you know, hey, hey Bob, this needs to be cleaned or as parts and materials need to be replaced. So I can't, we why simply quote it and bill it. The good if we're still we're assuming almost everything preventative maintenance. And I really only put that there because I know that that's where our competitors based on other quotes that I've seen our competitors pricing is going to be what our good pricing is, okay? Uh, for most competitors out there. They say that they're cleaning the coils and things, but they're they're most likely not. 
but and there, the hours, because the, the rate on the street is a rate on the street, you know, um, pretty much so. And so it's real easy. If, you're, if we're doing the, the good and the better, it's just basically PM only. We, you still assume the risk. And um, the different, our better and our best PM program is the same exact program. The only difference is we own the risk and instead of you and the best. So we're doing the same program for the better and the best PM. And we'll just tell you that our PM is greater than everybody else's out there because our whole business model. And, you know, just for a sanity check, you know, we like to, to put our good price up there because it shows you that if we're doing the same scope as others that call themselves competitors to us, then we're competitive with their scope. It's just we know the hours that they're putting into it. And clearly, Walker White is not doing you justice with the hours. I think Matt said they're like, so anyway, that, that's just, and our, they're, they're actually a lot less than even our good price on this. It's just that, um, but, you know, that, so we just and put when, that up there. When and I think you did you meet the our finance person all you had or has just been me uh, Nancy so far. Nancy I, I, I've not met Nancy so what's going to happen and this is what it comes down to with us because we're based on tuition and it's a money issue mm -hmm. <clears throat> is if we go best everything that's covered on that that we're not going to be paying for because every time I call them like probably got to call them in a minute just have them come out and look at a unit and you know we're paying every penny when they come out of here so at the end of the year is that expense going to offset what the contract is mm -hmm. the value of the contract versus the value of repairs is really where it comes down to for us is it going to offset and I know you're looking at you're improving life expectancy on your units I mean it's hard to put a value on that right now when we're looking at dollars and cents. And so I have to offset, is that best? That's what I want is the best. Mm -hmm. Is that amount, because what, what Train gave us was through the roof. And, and I think I told you, would we put our even $20,000 versus the amount of the Train contract, the Train contract was still costing us more every year. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, we're saving money on repairs daily just showing up out here and having to go up on the roof but it was still costing us more to sign a contract with train than it was to pay for the repair if that makes sense mm -hmm. so i think that's what that's really kind of going to be the bottom line when i bring nancy in and you know and then charles maybe but um what well, I, I think it would help if you didn't mind to kind of bring this back maybe yeah. tuesday right and well, let's Based on all that you just told me, I'd, I'd like to get the pricing up front and just talk about this, Bob, because um, there, I could spend an hour and a half showing you photos and things that I found on the roof. And I kind of do want to see <laughs> Because they're very important, and I've got all the numbers, and I want to show you all that, too. But I don't like to hold back because I'm very confident in, in our pricing, if, if I've got the, the equipment right. Okay, so the full coverage program, and, and these are all the pieces of equipment that I've got covered here. We're looking at the $81,000, a month. This better program where we come out and clean everything uh, once a quarter, once a year, and 
you're looking at the forty-five thousand a year, thirty-seven hundred dollars a month. The good program, which is where most of the our competitors come in at. Remember when I told you that they like to come in with a real low preventative maintenance, but make their money when things break and, right. and make their money on those service calls that you know when it's inconvenient. Uh, that's what we're seeing in the marketplace. Now I know you said. And, and because I, we're paying this, but you want to take your chances. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, that's what I can say. It, it comes okay, back well, to risk. Look how much this is less. Exactly. And they go, okay, that sounds good. Let's do it. But then we're still paying for all the mechanical repairs and everything. And this, Bob, this better program, because I, cause Matt and I, and we've, he's got some justification in just a bit that he can go through as well. Because ultimately, what you, what you were going through in your mind and, and, and you sharing with us, just verbalizing. Um, he's got a spreadsheet that will help you, you know, put numbers right there. And let's talk about hard numbers and which ones are um, hard numbers and which ones are intangibles. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, if you lose one student because they're sick and tired of, or mom and dad are sick and tired of paying all this money and they're freezing in their classroom. Or, or a higher performing teacher. Or a higher performing <laughs> teacher. You know that's an intangible cost. It's it's it, you you're not going to write a, a check to them in your your monthly, um, you know financials. But gosh, it's certainly an right. impact on the school. So how do we account for that? Um, so we'll get through that in just a second. But you know um, th these programs are the same. So truthfully, you know if at the end of the day this is a co-authoring piece that Matt talked about. We can figure out what is best for the school, and ultimately we've got different options that we can talk about. We know for a fact, I can sit here confidently and tell you um, that you're gonna have less downtime and less um, issues with our better program because these are the same PM program. We're gonna do the same level of in-depth in service. Um, we're gonna take things apart, grease them, we're gonna check pressures. We're gonna do all the technical stuff that my guy, that our guys know about that I don't, to make sure that they're up and running, um, which is so much greater than what you have right here. So this is a significant increase over what you're currently paying Walker White, but I can tell you emphatically that you'll notice a difference in your environment as a result of it. The only thing is with this middle of the road program is that you still own the risk if something fails on you. So if you right. lose a compressor, that's an extra, you know, five, six, seven thousand dollar hit, um, and those are realities. But you roll the mm -hmm. dice, like Matt said, it's on that you know six to eight year mark. You know, there's a reason why equipment manufacturers only warranty uh, compressors for five years because the <laughs> the bean counters, the statisticians have done the the numbers, so they know for a fact that that six to eight years is. They, that's when they start to fail. Um, so the selling is, okay, is it worth it to Cardinal Newman to pay that delta here and here? Can we justify, you know, how much of Bob's time is spent chasing down Walker White whenever you could be right. focused on more productive things? How much of Roger's time is invested chasing behind him or doing things here and there? You know, how much, you know, have you lost any students or teachers as a result of, um, the environment. I, I don't know, but that's that's a healthy discussion. And then the energy, and yeah. I'll be quiet. Well, this, uh, based on the power bills that you shared with me and this square footage that I got off of Google, is 121,000 about your square footage. That's, you're looking uh, right at the 
in the yellow. Uh, it says your cost is $1.16 per square foot. Uh, and I, I show you this because where 66000 a year is, is how much you're spending on HVAC from power standpoint. Uh, and this, based on some of the things that I saw on the roof and control opportunities, um, like with the field house, you know, getting those under control. I know that we can save you around, I'm very confident we can save you the 20% there, which is $13,000 a year on, on, on energy spend. These are some issues that I found uh, just from a 30,000 foot level. When you and I first w were in the office on Tuesday with John, 25 was not kicking into heat mode. Uh, 24 was not responding from the computer. There are 34 VAB boxes that need a one-time-a-year test and inspect, filter change. Um, that motor you talked about being two months out. Yeah. Two of them, yeah. Two of them. Uh, Roger, walking around with him, he said one of the biggest issues with the HVAC system yeah. was keeping it's everything. It's a thing. He's that? got a weird name. It's Roderick. Oh, I thought it was Roger. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> we probably just say it fast. It's always go Roderick. It's R-O-N-D-E-R-I-C-K. Sorry. Okay, no, let's make sure that we get that right because we want to be respectful. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, right. I wrote it down quickly in my yeah, notes thinking. It's, it's <laughs> and, and most people just call him Rock. <laughs> okay, um, Rock. So, okay. So just in case. You know, Thanks. Around, but Appreciate that. I'm, he gets that all the time. Okay. He's like, hey, Roger. And they hear Roger. Well, you know, the, his comment was because I asked him, are you having humidity issues? Just to try to see what he would say and, and he said really it's just keeping them all up and going you know keeping everything running is, is the biggest issue and uh, hose access you know we talked about that we could talk about that later but our rtu was off hp 34 was off rtu 9 was vibrating on the top panel hp 28 the compressor yeah, was one, getting really hot 34 is the one that services the rotunda oh yes and so i'm uh -huh. just like it's right beside the rotunda i don't need it I mean, okay. again, it, it, it doesn't service any offices or anything. It just services that space out there. Gotcha. And it's another thing where I'm sitting there going, okay, do I want to pay to fix that, or is that really important? And nobody even notices that that's off. But again, it's just one more thing with the other ERVs that I'm not fixing. And I'm trying to save money by not fixing them, but Defer they're starting the to build up. Right. And then I'm going to be looking at 10 units that I'm sitting there going, well, why would you fix these? Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm just kind of making excuses for it, I guess, to, so we're not spending all that money. Well, and, I, you know, just to kind of quickly run down, because I don't know if you cut them off or if they were, this is just observations, you know, HP2 was off, 10 had a super loose belt, 4 uh, supply panel on the ER, ERV was off at the breaker, uh, crankcase heater was not working, that's going to cause problems, the ERV was off at number 11. Number 12, the indoor coal was possibly freezing up. Seven, blower motor, loud, loud you know, on and on and on. Uh, this, at the bottom here though, these are very important. These uh, valent units in the gym and in the, in the field house, they all had issues. Um, yeah, those four outside air units. That, yeah. Those are more complex pieces of equipment that I don't know that your current provider has, it takes another skill level to deal with those pieces of equipment. And I've, I've got some photos here that I want to just run 
quickly through. So HP1, you know, the coils were pretty nasty. Part of our, our PM normal practice is to get in there each quarter with a paintbrush and, and clean out the electricals from spider webs and bugs and get is. in there. RTU3, so it was very hard to get this bolt off um, uh, there to get the grates out, which told me that they're not cleaning those grates. Uh, you can hear a loud noise there from the back. And on the far right, you can see an RTU3, the, the coils have not been cleaned. It's starting to cake really well, or really bad, I guess. And when you hold the, the washable filter up, pretty nasty. That was a white growth there on the bottom of that unit. You can see the flapping. Yep. So every year, every year, um, whether they need it or not, we change the belts out on every piece of equipment. That's just part of our standard practice. And it, it looked like several of the belts, you'll see some of those. And laser alignment. We've oh, gotten, yeah. um, that's a big deal. We've, and uh, just making sure that they're aligned because if your belts misaligned, you have issues where uh, unnecessary wear and tear on the Causing pulley. slipping. Yeah, yeah. and then it, calls, it can cause, um, you know, additional more costly failures. And again, Bob, since most of our agreements we have in place are this full coverage type of agreement, our guys are conditioned to look, we fix the small things because the small things lead to bigger things. And typically the bigger things are on our dime, not the customers. And so we're doing, we're taking action to, to catch up when we see it. We don't make money on service calls. We, <laughs> that's when we lose money. Yeah. Uh, this unit, I took a far away picture because I, I, I could see it over there at the rotunda. It was, there was a panel off when we got up on the roof. That's kind of interesting because, like I said, they had preventative maintenance a week or so ago, and I go up there at least once while they're there during the day. You can see the moisture and on And I saw that panel off, mm -hmm. but they were kind of doing work in some of the units, and I forgot to go back up to check and see, but obviously they didn't even put it back on. But that's the control. I mean, there's all kinds of electrical in there, and, and that alarm was on? On that unit? Yes, sir. Um, well, no, uh, no, that wasn't on that unit. That was on the unit I was right in front of uh, when I was taking that long okay. shot. Uh, that it's just a workmanship issue again with leaving the grates off. You know, leaving the uh, this needs to be installed. That, that, that's a little train piece there that just it takes a screw. You know, again, the washable filters aren't getting washed. Uh, this had standing water in the bottom of it. Uh, it, that, that's number two. Mm -hmm. substantial water at the bottom has been there for a while. You can see it's rusted, colored, moisture on the electricals. Moisture all over the electricals. Uh, this is a telltale sign of, okay, if they were out here a week ago, they're not cleaning out the condensate um, drain lines, and that's crucial, especially in the summer when it gets, they could get backed up very easily. Again, all kinds of grime. That, that, that's going to cause it could cause shorting out of the electrical. So, is it possible for me to get a copy of this? Everybody asked me that for that. <laughs> uh, what I would like to do is present it with you uh, on Tuesday with our our, our group and uh, my logic, because I'm like getting borderline angry right now, which is I guess the purpose is. <laughs> because this is really embarrassing. 
Um, well, and when I talk to Bob White, I'd like to be able to back it up and say, you know, this is the problem, and I've gone after you about a lot of these type things, and look how bad this is. But I don't know how professional it is. It's not say, off the table. Here's, <laughs> here's comfort, what they did. Right. And they don't need to know that, but. Well, if, if I could ask from a um, perspective, you know, I, while, yes, we are throwing Walker White under the bus, you already have been dissatisfied with them. Mm -hmm. And uh, I would love it if we were not, look what Total Comfort Solutions found, because <laughs> we would create enough of an enemy by yeah. us just winning the work away from him. Yeah. I'd rather, you know, not, um, we are the mechanical contractors association with them. I'd like to, at least if possible. No, and I get that, and that's why I asked. And I, but I just didn't them. know even if there were a couple of pictures that I yeah. could, yeah. Well, I I can can have totally and just say, sure. and I can yeah. say I took them. Yeah, yeah it's not a problem. Absolutely. It's, it's, you know, I don't want to yeah. sit here and show them a total comfort slide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. And, right. And just, it's yeah. basically saying F you. Right, yeah. I can help you with that. And, and, I, and I know that professionally, y'all can't do that. Well, we'd rather not. And, no, you know, I get it. And, but. And, and, and truthfully, Bob, you know, we, we just, we, we all, everybody's got a lane. Mm -hmm. And that's what I like to talk about. Everybody's got a lane. Just like train, their lane, they are first. Um, they we we lead with whenever we're doing a lot of projects, we try to lead with train because you know why we like train equipment. They're at first an equipment manufacturer that happens to have a service department, and Walker White and Blackstone and a lot of other companies call them. They are first a mechanical contracting company, mm -hmm. so they're going to be the ones that are bidding on plan and spec buildings. And that's their lane, so they're new construction, and they do really well there. We don't go out bidding on new construction because our value, we're a service provider, and I've got a lot of highly smart, competent, this talented is our lane. people. <laughs> yeah. Our lane yeah. is service. How do we keep this, your environment, running? And when you have issues, let's say you got somebody to install new equipment and you're having humidity issues, you know what? My team knows how to fix those humidity issues. We're, we've got the yeah, intelligence there. And so um, so everybody's got their lane. So I am cautious not to throw anybody under the bus because there's a spot for people. Right. You know, unfortunately, whenever um, you know new construction goes, their contractors are going to bid it out, and they're going to go typically with the lowest price. And that's, just, that's a spot for everybody. I just everybody. kind of feel like Walker White is just checking the boxes you're getting a filter so, change yeah that's, you are. that's yeah. it yeah by all the things that we saw like the reason why i put that list of everything at a thirty thousand foot level that i saw um it, it, toward the beginning was to show you that if they were testing and inspecting every piece of equipment they would have found those <laughs> and you'd have a list of issues but uh that's the vibrating top there that only a video can show <laughs> uh, it, that's you know spiders that have been there months if not years and that's not good for the electricals it's making a clacking and that was simply because the, the nut was not tight and so we took our our, our wrench and just t pulled it back and tightened it just because it took five seconds but that's the kind of little things that just take five seconds that, it, that will cause it to wear out more of the same washable filter issues. 
You can see how loose this belt is. It's just flapping. Yeah. That's a lot of slippage. And, and, and that's where when I told you we could save you 13000 a year in energy spend, it's, it's with those things because they add up and it's on multiple pieces of equipment. More of the white growth here. So this, and sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, yeah. please. Yeah. This, Let's get to the justification too. Sure. This has nothing to do with the controls, right? Right. Okay. And I, I wanted to, for now, keep them separate because of all that I found here. And we could talk about that, but, well, let's talk about it now. So with the controls, one thing that I, I realized that you were missing was you had train over here telling you two or three times a year analytics and energy mm -hmm. savings piece. Mm -hmm. You had Walker White over here uh, changing filters. Mm -hmm. But nobody's making the middle ground, which is what we specialize in doing, which is taking the, the laptop to the field and saying, okay, the computer says HP24 is working operational and it's not. Why is it not talking? Because if, you know, based on all that we saw, you, you should have alarms all in your software saying things aren't working right. Mm -hmm. And maybe there are and you just haven't showed no, me. No, no, I've, <laughs> I've gotten alarms and I'll go through and check them and try to see, okay, what is that from? And some of them I'm already aware of. Mm -hmm. They okay. go back into mm -hmm. alarm, like an ERV or something like that. Gotcha. So I can just acknowledge it and then, you know, I've turned the alarm off basically is all I've done. Having the brain power and the skill set to address the computer component of the of the controls that you have, because you have the controls piece, and uh, just to go ahead, and, you know that field house to add that to it, we would work with train, or you can work with train to get that added. We don't do the program. We, we don't do the programming piece, okay? Because uh, it's their proprietary software. They have to program it, right? But from uh, showing you how to save money on things that are going wrong in the controls, we can help you with that. And, and Bob, just one further piece of that. Um, the controls that you have here that are set up, um, we're confident that they're doing what they should be doing. It's just a matter of, and we can, you've got user logon, username, password, logon. Um, you know, we potentially could, that's, that's some additional investigation that we need to do to find out you know, a little more detail. I think Eric had sent a couple of questions, but the point we, we potentially can um, log in remotely as well. But right. at a minimum, we can log on here. Um, Eric Hunsberger, that works for us, he just came to work for us from truck train controls. Um, so that was the new hire I told you about. Yeah. That so we abs and, and before that, we, we, we access all day long control systems. It's just we fundamentally would not change any of your control systems unless we came in and put some of our own so stuff on top of it. But you don't need it. Is the I was point I'm say, trying to say. You so don't do need I it. really need no. to you do don't. something separate on controls? You don't. I mean, I'm comfortable with my knowledge and going through and, right. and scheduling yes. and planning and yes. and coordinating with, and, and you with know, our all assistance that. with our assistance. But I think the main thing is y'all would at least need to get access. Yes. Right. 100%. Just a login and a password would allow us to do be that middleman between what you're doing which is the observation but when we were meeting with you uh, on Tuesday you said I would normally just call and say hey I don't know why 24 is not talking to my why is the heat right. not why is it not right. going into heat mode right remember that right. like that would be us 
we definitely can deal with that 100%. and see why it's not talking. Or so there really isn't talking. an additional cost. No, that's that included. Is. And that's what I was excited about when I talked with her about the control issue. I was like, there's not going to be an extra controls no. contract. No. This is a that's part of what we do. Here. Yeah, this is included. And so now, for the sake of time. Could, and if I could, um, yeah. yeah. I was uh, going to go through these fast. Well, just real quick. Um, Matt said that training was um, charging you all, and then three times a year they would bring analytics to you. Correct. Okay. Now, we can do that. And Eric Hunsberger, that's why we hired him from training, because that's part of dynamic, and that is something that we're doing. And so we absolutely have an option. And truthfully, as we're looking towards the future, and we see that there's tons of opportunity to really drive down your energy spend here, you may decide, we may decide that it makes sense to pay a little extra and then we do the analytics portion of it. And then the difference between us doing that for you and Train doing that for you is um, our level of expertise and the software that we have, which is different than and greater than what Train was bringing to the table. And we've got energy engineers on staff who were collaborating with our team to um, work with the boots on the ground, John Farrell and his team, to execute those improvements. So that is, so it is an add value that we can have, but we have intentionally chosen to leave that out at this time because we don't want to muddy the waters because ultimately well, we're trying to help you get a proactive solution and, in place. And, and I'll say real quick, on this, if you were down here in the red and, and it was 230 a square foot, mm -hmm we would need to provide three times a year analytics to figure out where all the energy spends going. Right. But you've got it dialed in as far as <laughs> what it's costing me now. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and truly, you know, these these equipment photos and really Matt probably needs to stop because I think you're already aggravated enough. Um, so you can <laughs> see that um, there's tons of opportunity for energy Con, uh, uh, savings just because of you know pure cleanliness. What is and the middle piece there? Uh, it's showing a flapping belt. And you mentioned about uh, cigarette butts on the roof and screws and bolts and things. That was a couple that I found there. That was after I went out and picked up yeah. a couple more. And I'm going to just keep going here. But you know, things were shut off in the breakers. Let's move to the um, uh, the spreadsheet, and that way, because um, that's speaking of what Bob was talking about from the very beginning. I, I did include those fans. I asked um, Rock if those were normally included, and I, I don't know if that's something, but he said about yes. The concession stands. And that and the concession stands, yeah. yes. Uh, well, so, yeah, they say that they're servicing them. Okay, but this kind of is endless there. Well. Matt's very thorough. But uh, I mean, it, no, know, and I appreciate it because I know y'all were up there a long well, time. Well, this is important. So, and, and, and the, I'm almost done. This is that field house. No, this is on top of the Matt's gym. That's in the gym. Right. Uh, it, it, it's not programmed right, and it's running way fa faster and harder than it should, which is causing this loud. Uh, when we went up there, that's happening right now. Uh, and that's going to go out, and the compressor is going to go out. But that's the reason why it's doing that is because it's not programmed correctly. It needs to be brought down to 60 instead of 66. That's an important piece of the puzzle. So is that something, that was one of the, was that one of the three gym units? Yes, sir, on top of the gym. Should I just cut that off right now? Because it's got three units up there, and if I'm risking killing a compressor, 
I don't know if I should cut that. That's off the locker the room. Other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Locker room. Uh, so that this is the field house, and I. It, it was hot and humid and stale air in the locker room for both the guest and the home team, and that's because both both of those units were faulted out. Uh, I just wanted to show that. This is another snapshot of our our now, coverage what, what here. Saying are faulted out, meaning see it says fault two and fault two. Uh, both of those make up air the fresh air units are not working at the field house. And so, what does that? Mean, it means that, that you? you're not getting hot air, uh, which could be what would be the problem causing that. We'd have to do a diagnosis on it to figure yeah. out what's going on. I, I I don't have the answer, and we didn't do a full test inspect on each piece of equipment. No, it was just uh you know let's look at what's going on here. Uh, so, I've got an Excel spreadsheet that I normally would jump over and and show this, but. Uh, we talked when we first sat down about this pie chart, and, and that's where all of these eight, eight costs come from. Um, I, I'll come back to the equipment replacement piece, but the energy spend, that's where that 13000 came from. You're currently paying about 66000 in power. We can get it down to 52000 Contracted services, really that number, instead of twelve five should be this number, the $30,000. you are grossly underserved right now when it comes to services on on much pay for yeah well it, it if we put thirty thousand in there it'd be greater I and mean, more accurate but i put twelve five because that's right. what you gave me um in-house staff so that's basically rock's time and your time dealing with all of the times you had to meet out there and and all the headaches the administrative you know i concluded that with the twenty two thousand I just had to put a number there. With the 22,000, you probably had 10 invoices, 20 invoices. Yeah. At $100 an invoice, that's where the 2,000 came from because different people have to touch that to pay that. Lost productivity, it's a little hard to read there, but you know, discuss the lost productivity from students being uncomfortable in classes and potentially leaving. Uh, add all that up. Well, let's talk about the equipment replacement piece real quick. Um, and I'll show you where that came from. I've got my calculator out here. Do you have your spreadsheet? Yeah, you do have your spreadsheet so we can play around with numbers. Because, right. Bob, this is ultimately where, you know, the how, how do we help you buy this full coverage agreement? And how do we justify cost? And it is a lot of what you're concerned about are intangible costs, but how do we get others to buy into those intangible well, costs are real? That's why, and, and I wish I'd have known it got to that point. I would have probably had Nancy come in for this one. Well, we can do it um, again. But but this is what Tuesday, Tuesday, this is for Tuesday. I, I want to make sure that when I'm showing you this. If the principal's available, I'm going to try to get her in here, but that's why I want Charles Assey, who's the associate principal, but okay. and probably our future principal. I think we're probably soon, it's about going to a president principal model, okay. where she's going to move into the president, which is out rubbing elbows with all the right people, which is what we need. Sure. And he'll be doing the day-to-day -day operations, which okay. is kind of what he's doing now anyway. but. I'm trying to include him, and everybody is, to just so mm -hmm. he can learn every facet 
and I've got five I really it's very important that you and I met b before Nancy yeah. because I wanted to make sure if this number's way off from what you've seen or you fall out of your chair I want to make sure my scope is right because that's that's simply you know the issue all right so and real quick yeah. just so you know um with Tofik we have a G agreement in place and full with, coverage agreement. with a full coverage and with um um, I think all of the diocese, all of the churches that we take care of in Charleston, um, their full coverage scope, and the, and I don't know if they're associated, but but um, Carson and our Augusta office recently brought on a church um, in Augusta territory. Yeah. I don't know if they were, if they're affiliated or not. If that helps at all. Yeah. Okay. So. That's good. Uh, okay. Well, it, it is good. Uh, I'm only showing you this because. You've got 469 total tons based on what I found of cooling capacity, and this is an important number based on all the all the all the units. That number gets plugged into here. So your total tons is 469. If we were to go and install all that equipment today, it's at least around $4,000 a ton to, to install all, the, all all that brand new. It's really a lot higher than that, um, but conservatively, 4,000 is is dialed in. So that comes to the 1.8 million. Your average equipment life in this in the southeast is 15 years. You're right at eight years old. So we're pretty much saying that we've got almost two million dollars worth of equipment on the road. Correct. Okay. Your assets, right? If you were to go replace it all today, that would be a good starting point. Um, you've got about seven years left of average uh, of useful life. If we put that 1.8. Um, it, with the seven years left, it comes down to $214,000 a year is how much, uh, if you could continue down this path, how much you should set aside for, as a school to make sure that you're not without the money when it comes time to replace all this equipment. What, and the good thing is I'll be retired by that point. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I That's know. That's the plan, anyway. Which is where that number came from. So, that's the 214. Uh, if we get at least five more years out of the equipment by maintaining it correctly, that's where that five is right there, it, it, it breaks that number down to 42,000 a year. So the equipment replacement, if we, if we go with our program, we could get more life out of it and only have to put away about $42,000. And, and there again, Bob, on that one, that's it's it's a discussion point because oftentimes it's it's a hard it's a hard no, it's not a hard number it's an intangible. But we're trying to put dollar values to the extended life that we'll bring to the systems. We're just trying to put it in perspective. Um, it, and it, and really, this major repair service call number probably should be about double. If everything was fixed when it needed to, yeah, you know, when it broke, right? Right. So, um, so if you take that alone and we just kind of add up, um, you can. We don't have the total there, but you know, let's just take um, your energy spend, um, and let's. Look what for, total you want? Well, I was just gonna. I was. I was gonna try to, you know, help add up. So let's just take. Let's just assume that you're paying thirteen thousand two forty nine more for $13,249 more for energy with Walker White than with us, and that we think that that's a conservative number. You're already paying twelve five to Walker White for services. 
Um, I think the $5,000 in-house staff is low considering your time and Rock's time, but if we just leave that there, $5,000, um, you know, administrative costs for processing invoices, and then with major repairs, if we agree that that really should be more like 40000 instead of um, 22000 already the price is, um, you know, that that's $72,000. $749 and I think that those are probably low so if you take into account you know the extra cost with the heating and portables that we haven't factored into that as well you know that's we're getting close to you know coming up with hey we already spent an $81,000 not to mention that you lose one student yeah yeah and we haven't even talked about the risk of losing a teacher or a student because um, the parents are fed up with it um, and then we also have the argument of we're taking care of your system so you're going to have extended life out of them so instead of you know starting to replace these units in the next Five years, we actually should expect that we're going to get some additional life out of them. All this, mm -hmm. and I know that it makes sense, mm -hmm. <clears throat> but bottom line is I've got to bring the bookkeeper in here yep. and go, where are we pulling this money from? I mean, we got to have that money to do that contract, and that's why mm -hmm. I need her to back it up. This, oh. this is out of mine. Right. If Right now, if I could sign a contract, I'd do it. Mm -hmm. Very honestly, I'd do it. Yeah. Um, it, it just gives me so much more rest and peace mm -hmm. than seeing all that crap that they're not doing and they never have done that I've tried to call them out for over the years. Right. It got so bad one time, I mean, I told you, he ended up bringing all of his mechanics here. He had eight, nine guys here, maybe just to embarrass them because I had bitched so much to him about things I was finding that wasn't even this bad. Mm -hmm. And he like, walked out of here in the rotunda and I felt bad for the guys because I had a, I try to keep a good relationship with the mechanics right. and the, all that and, and uh, you're stupid not to. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of embarrassed and I said, bottom line, this is his problem. And here he's embarrassing his workers in front of people and we're all up there walking the roof together. Well, this should not have to have been done. Yeah. I just don't like that as a way of business. And, and I know what he was trying to do. He was trying to go, all right, Bob, here's, the, I'm going to take care of it now. And it's going to be better. Well, it hasn't been. It's been worse, if anything else. So, and, but I, like I said, I'm, I'm all for it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just, uh, she and she have to know where is this coming from? Well, th and another reason why we meet with you, why I really wanted to meet with you to show you this, is so you can sleep on it, you believe it, because if you believe, they'll sense if you don't believe this is a good investment. Um, and that, that's my main intention, is to make sure that you understand that there are no <laughs> questions, and, and I don't get, um, you know, skewered in front of a board <laughs> when my, well, one or two numbers are off, you know. I want to make sure that I'm not overextending or over-exaggerating no, or anything like that. Nancy, she's a, she's a smart person. I'm glad we got her here. She had been at St. Joseph's for years. Oh, well, oh nice. She, well, that's so another... Um, she's familiar with That's it. an asset. And the only reason she came up over here, other than our bookkeeping got way out of whack and, and there were a lot of issues with it, well, here, her kids have gotten older and now they're here. I mean, I, I coached her husband. 
in basketball. Know. So I mean, I've known, and I played with her father-in-law here. Oh, wow. So I, I mean, yeah, I mean that's kind of good. We have the whole family thing here. But Nancy's very good at her job, and she was good at it at St. Joseph's. Monsignor Harris, who's mm -hmm. a good friend of my wife and mine, he's my son's godfather. Oh. And so we've got a great relationship with Monsignor Harris. Okay. And he hated to lose her, quite honestly. He loves her. Um, she's got like a cult following over there. <laughs> but she's good with all this, and she's probably going to ask you questions I won't know to ask on some okay. of this. Um, but truthfully, mm -hmm. I'm probably today at some point going to go and sit in her office mm -hmm. and tell her and, and to kind of set her up for this on, on y'all's behalf, quite honestly. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't see the negative of it, mm -hmm. truthfully. I, I think you've done a great job of prepping this. Um, and I'm, like I said, I'm ready to do it right now. I just got to make sure they can justify it mm -hmm. and justify probably the right word. Either they can or they can't do it. Well, and another thing to take into consideration as well is that we're paying for trained controls. And again, we're not bringing the analytics, but that is an additional piece, you know, the, the, the kind well, of middle of the road. And I've done it without it for you don't two do years. Analytics. No, you don't, but I'm talking about from a cost perspective. Right. So if we were to get, you really do need somebody, whether it's us or trainer or somebody, you need somebody that's able to get in there and analyze and do the blend between what does the control system say and what are the right. equipment talking. And I think what y'all are proposing mm -hmm. covers it. Yes, um, it does. My Emergency. concern was cost perspective. on, yeah, and my yeah. concern on the control side and why I meet with them is always about mm -hmm. where can we save you money? Yeah. And, and, you know, how can I better run the equipment? Yeah. Well, well we got I don't need another $20,000 no. contract to do that. Right. On top of what this is. Is that, a, is that about how much it costs? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. On the difference. So right. you could... So I'm, just from a financial perspective, you can just—I'm just saying that that's a, um, a hey, we don't need that. So um, yeah, it, it, you, can you add, wanted to include justification. merge the two agreements together if we, if we could, and I'm telling you, we can do that without that extra add-on of a, a separate controls agreement. Mm -hmm. We're going to be able to do that. Yeah. So essentially, and again, I have a really good relationship with the train people, mm -hmm. and. And we like um, trains, so don't, we're not throwing them under the bus and, either. I guess am I severing, it's probably not a good word, but am mm -hmm. I severing that relationship too? Do I need to have that with trains? But you said you've already severed it two years ago, right? <clears throat> well, unofficially, yeah. We right. just, we just, he, our principal just didn't sign the contract. Right. Mm -hmm. That we had already been working under and it was mm -hmm. just renewing it. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Whereas, truthfully, Walker White mm -hmm. it automatically rolls over every year. Mm -hmm. And I haven't even had to sign anything with Walker White. It's just been continually. But mm -hmm. again, it's got a 30-day notice is all I need to do. Mm -hmm. And part of this is why I'm trying to do the timing mm -hmm. is we got mm -hmm. Christmas break. We got, and I guess my concern is if I sever this and give them a 30-day notice, <clears throat> Am I losing out on the order of these two motors I've been waiting on forever? And because what I've even heard from Train is, well, <clears throat> yeah, we're all having trouble getting these motors. I mean, are y'all having trouble with that? And we are, but I, 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 I want to I'm take worried that um, what am I going to, what's going to happen to these two motors if I say, Bob White, I'm done. 
Mm-hmm. And then you'll go, okay, well, then we're not sending those motors whenever they do come. Well, if Bob White is worth his weight and, uh, or, you know, worth his salt, he would, he would do the right thing and take care of it. Well, we hope. certainly would, but <coughs> you can't, you, you don't but know. I, in other words, I don't want to go to you then and say, can you order this? And now I'm put on a five-month waiting period to get mm-hmm. these motors from y'all. Do we know the model and serial number of those motors? Okay, let's look, let's check in the office just to make sure. I just need to confirm which one it is, and you know. But yes, I I've got all the model numbers, serial numbers. Um, I just want to see what it is. What RTU is it? So, I I mean, I'll check them real quick. Yeah. Well, but that's a separate. So I've got just things that are going through my mind in the transition. Yeah. On what I'm going to have to deal with. Right. It's a, it's a valid concern, and uh, so we want to make sure that we've got a contingency plan for you. Because ultimately, you know, I don't know how you all run if you're on a, what's your fiscal year run with the school? Um, July 1st. Okay. So that's a, you know, that's a, a question. Hopefully, um, Nancy would be able to figure out a way for you to, middle of the, the year, change um, and then, of course, um, yeah, because that'll change mm-hmm. what I was budgeted for for mm-hmm. the year. Because mm-hmm. you know we're making a bigger commitment here, and um, and that's I'm sure there's a way around it. But you know, I hope can, so. I, I don't mm-hmm. want to wait till halfway through the summer no. where more of this equipment's going to go out. And so those are, and that's a great you know those all those things are great talking points as we come together next next Tuesday. Let's just get them all out on the table because ultimately, you know, we want to figure out a way to do business with you. And so if we need to make some changes. Well, we better plan on about two hours. <laughs> well, <laughs> between fine. now and That's then, I, I, I do have, and I don't want to do it right now, but I do have a couple of technical issues to, that we could talk about uh, through text or over the phone. Uh, but I'm trying to be conscious of your time. I know we're over at, yeah, an hour fine, now. But this is I, more important than what I'm going to deal with anyway. I think it's... Um, we can plan on uh, this is the biggest part of my budget i mean mm-hmm. this isn't my only job I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm overseeing other areas too but this is the biggest part that i have to deal with as far as money mm-hmm. so i mean it's i need to prioritize are there well you could help us are there any more costs that we're missing that that you as you can see, it's not going to affect our price one bit. Our price is from our franchise. The only thing <laughs> but if, that if there's anything might... that you think about over the weekend yeah. that, that we can add, like the, the, the rentals, um, you know, maybe we do get the actual invoices and have a firm number instead of around 22,000 number. And, and this might help you too. If you remember back from the concept meeting, I, I, I normally try to get three years of that so we can see trends and averages. Mm-hmm. Because I, I worked with somebody that was like $5,000 three years ago, that was $8,000 two years ago, that it was $14,000. And if I can see that trend, we could project, okay, your major repairs and service calls are going up drastically. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to one number, this could be a fluke, or, or last year could be double that. <laughs> you know, I, And I don't know the answer to that either. <coughs> well... I don't honestly. I don't know how far back the bookkeeping is going to go to allow me to see the repairs. I usually keep a folder of maybe a year and a half or so. Like it's too thick, <laughs> um, so I could go back a certain amount and see what the repairs are. I know they've gone up, 
you know, not necessarily every year, but just out of aging and everything. I mean, obviously, we didn't have many repairs the first few years. It was brand new equipment, but. Um, and uh, one of the reasons why I jumped on this from a timing standpoint to get out here quicker and try to meet with you quick is because I know that three weeks ago, y'all met with the train guy and you said it was astronomical. Is the, how far off am I? I mean, am I way off? Is it is it a lot more, a lot less? I mean, are we at the ballpark? Uh, it's in the ballpark, but it's there is kind of included controls and stuff too. Mm -hmm. um, but again, that's not a necessary piece. Right. So. And, and they're offering the full coverage program. Is that what you're looking at with them too? Or are they looking at the? Uh, he didn't give me the options of different coverage. Okay, it's, it's probably because I don't coverage. think truthfully, which is another selling point. I don't think maintenance and everything is a big part of the train. Correct. Side of it. Correct. They're they're equipment they're people. The equipment. They're equipment people. people. They want you to buy a new one. That's right. I, their money is selling their equipment and probably the controls and software side and all that, installing that and everything else. I don't know that maintenance personnel is, you know, I've had them do some maintenance work because, and again, this just adds to the cost. I'll bring out a guy from Walker White and I don't trust them. Mm -hmm. And they'll give me, and in 10 minutes he'll come back and go, oh, it's a blown motor. And, and I'll go, oh shit, <laughs> sorry, but. Yeah, right. And then I'll call <laughs> Ryan over at train and go, look, can you send me another guy out here so I can have one? And, and it's happened where, and uh, one was a condenser. And he and the guy at Walker White was telling me, well, it was up on the roof. We're going to have to get a crane out here. We're going to have to do this. It's going to cost you about ten or $11,000 to change this thing out. And I said, well, just go away and let me think about it. And I called him over at train, brought him up here, brought a mechanic up. The unit was fixed for about... Twelve hundred dollars. Wow. Um, you know, so uh, to me that just went okay. I've kind of had it. Right. You know, if I can't trust you, are you in it just to get the big ticket item? Are you, you know, we they make their money if you're <laughs> on, on those service calls. That's where they make their money. Right. Let's get them at twelve fifty. Well, I know they're not you're making 12. it on their preventative maintenance. Right. <laughs> so, so they got to make it on the back end, which and is a lot easier. Again, and that's what I talked to Roderick a while ago, and I said. There's a big turnover too, and that it, and there's these younger guys in their maintenance department that are coming out here, and I think they're pretty much being trained on the spot. Probably because I see three guys that I've seen for more than two years, um, so I think there's a big turnover too, and I think that's across the board. Everybody is having employment problems. So I, I don't know if well, we've mentioned this. Our, yeah, go ahead. Our culture is really important, and I could talk for it. And we, we need to. We're not going to talk about culture. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I agree. But, our, but the tenure of our, our team, I've got 24 technicians on staff in, in Columbia. We're about to have our Christmas party. We'll celebrate service awards. I'm telling you the depth and breadth of our talent and the longevity of mm -hmm. our people. I mean, we pride ourselves in that because, again, I, what we do. I mean, it's not what me and Matt do. Ultimately, it's what our technicians do when they show up and when they take care of their systems. And it is a dying art. And our people know what they're doing. And so it, it and we don't, and, and our culture is really important to us at TCS. Um, and we take care of our people. 
And um, the reason why is because we don't want them to leave us because somebody's trying to buy them away from us for five dollars more an hour, and they don't leave us. What we've been through here in the last three years. Yeah. It's just a culture, and it went down the hill. Yeah. We had a huge turnover mm. in teachers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Every year we have, and parents don't like that. Do you want continuity and, yeah. and quality teaching? Of course, and it's the same thing. We're in a business. Yeah. And we're in a service, truthfully. Yeah. So everything you're talking about is what we've been dealing with, and it's killed me the last few years to see our culture go down the tube. Mm. And right now is where we're trying to turn it back under this new principle, and it's working. You've got so a everything you're yeah. telling me, I'm picturing what well, we've been through. What we I'm, do is, is tie that back <laughs> to the building, and so it, you have a beautiful building, yeah. a beautiful football field, a yeah. beautiful, um, you know, field house with the with Sornex equipment in, in the gym. I mean, it's top of the line. Yeah. And the locker rooms aren't working. Being you, you know, we gotta take care of them. Yeah. But well, I um, so after this, um, so we'll, we'll have plan for two hours. I'm, I don't. I'll clear my schedule to make sure that I can come as well and add and add any additional conversation. Um, and then, um, if you think of anything to help Matt, help you, help them. Honestly, I'd like <laughs> for you to bring us back if you don't mind. That, that's what I hope to do. And, and I don't want to, because we have more financial folks, I don't want to get in the weeds of the, all the belts, you know. But, but no, I, I think if you just click, 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 yeah. and say this, this is what's been going on. Now, right. part of that, again, that's my responsibility, and I've got to put my tail between my legs because now I feel like I haven't been doing my no, job. But you. you're doing the best you can do <laughs> with what you got. I'm not kidding. <laughs> right. And, and, and I can't go up there with and, them and, and, and look in every unit. And I will tell you, and this is the honest to goodness truth, that um, we have proven it time and time and time and time and time again. <clears throat> um, you're going to get that with most of the other contractors that you would deal with. You know, I, I promise you, you are. Because, again, our lane is a service first company. Everybody else out there is either a mechanical contractor with a service side right. or a, an equipment manufacturer with a service side. Nobody else out there has a focus on maintenance. So... That is unfortunately what you're going to get with most of the HVAC contractors that we would call out here. Some might be a little bit better than others, but I promise you nobody's going to do it like we are. So please cut yourself some slack, and I will be the first one to speak about that because <laughs> we're not trying to throw Bob Watson <coughs> under no, the bus because no. I promise you that's just an industry, and that's why so we're different. I, as we end here, I want to ask you this one thing. So we have this little quick thing called a client profile, and I'm not going to go through all of it, but I've filled out as much as I can. I want you to just help me with this last piece here. If you could rank these from one to three, and with one being the most important and, and you know two and three, I, I kind of have an idea of which ones I feel like you would pick, but if you were to pick the top three. Extend equipment life, reduce operating problems, and improve system reliability. Because if you do that, you're going to conserve energy anyway, mm -hmm. and you're going to optimize comfort conditions. So I think if you do these, you're doing these anyway. Gotcha. So I think those three. Those three, great. Okay. Thank you. That just so well. Oh, I wasn't going below here. <laughs> I thought this was a separate thing. Uh, well, you know, 
Well, I agree. It's still the same thing. I think if you're doing these three, Those you're three. covering that, exactly areas down here. That's what I picked it. So, yeah, that whole that's perfect. Well, thank you, Bob. Oh, goodness. This has been fun. You hadn't, you hadn't had that. One of the questions in here was, um, have you had to replace any pieces of equipment? And we haven't talked about that, but any, you know, even though they're it's about seven or eight years old, have you had to actually change out a piece of equipment yet? Nothing beyond motor. Right, okay. You That's, know, okay, good. Regular stuff like that. Good. <laughs> the, the energy oil motors, the supply motors, the... You know, just the fans or whatever, right. that kind of stuff, but not, no, not okay. a whole piece of equipment. Very good. Um, all right, Bob, I have, this is a very um, selfish question. And so if I could ask permission to ask a selfish question. Um, if, I know you I said that you would say, no, I'm married, but no. <laughs> <laughs> and my wife works here, so. Uh, pull a Beth Dutton on you. <laughs> That's great. I don't know if y'all are Yellowstone fans, but uh, we're huge Yellowstone uh, people, and, and she definitely would pull a Beth Dutton. That's hilarious. You were precious. I just, I'm just not ripped. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Even with a hat or whatever, black beard. Uh, anyway, sorry. You are precious. That's good stuff. Um. Okay. So you said that if you could, if you could do this you sign it today um but what do you think is a realistic time frame assuming that we can figure out the financials and that type of thing do you think a january what are y'all capable i mean it doesn't matter january one i mean we could i would like to one. shoot for that it doesn't literally give me the 30 day that i need to give them i mean if we say january 15 yeah if i could do it because um, over the holidays, there's not a hell of a lot going to get done. Yeah. Truthfully, in the next after this next couple of weeks, then we have two weeks off. Mm -hmm. Not that I can't sit at home and do things, but mm -hmm. um, as how, far as being able to talk to people and meet with people, how um, talk with people and meet with people to influence? Well, no, I just all I got. I'm hoping to do that next yeah. week. Well, I just didn't know with the diocese how. Um, well, that's another that. issue, and sometimes that can slow things down okay i kind of forgot about that well piece. and the hopeful hopefully you know and that's also something that we can talk about tuesday as well yeah um you know what can we and do immediately uh, us to help um and it may be something educate. where if if we if i can approach it and convince nancy convince charles and kelly that mm -hmm. this needs to be expedited a little bit mm -hmm. you know because a lot of it are contracts like right now we're looking to put up a fence on the round boundary. We've had some thief mm -hmm. problems and mm -hmm. vandalism and things like that because we're a very open campus, which is what our first principal thought that was more inviting. And mm -hmm. I, well, it is just the enrolled people. Yeah. Sometimes they're coming in here in the middle of the night. Yeah. And other things like our camera system yeah. is not great. Yeah. It kind of was done like a lot of things. It's a beautiful campus, mm -hmm. but a lot of things were spent under the theory of let's get open uh -huh. as quick as we can. And yeah. I'm looking into a different camera system. We're looking to fence, which is very expensive. Mm -hmm. Everything we do, and I'm hoping this doesn't come up, mm -hmm. is normally they ask for three contracts, mm -hmm. three bids. Mm -hmm. Uh, that we've done, you know, our due diligence and mm -hmm. we've compared and contrasted. Well, I've done that mm -hmm. over the past few years. I've well, already got, taken this step. Right. I think um, so. And then you've got Train and then you've got Walker White. 
because train is making their proposal right truthfully i'm not even going to ask for anything from walker white mm -hmm. because i know what theirs is mm -hmm. and so i can put those as proposals that's three mm -hmm. this is our three yeah so i can cover it mm -hmm. without really doing it well and what I was thinking is if, in fact, we were able to miraculously get this and get it approved and start January 1, because um, we do like to start our agreements the first of the month, if at all possible, um, and the sooner we know, we can have a team lined up because really you need a major heat. Mm -hmm. We have, we typically do our quarterly PMs are, we do two majors and two minors, and we have a major heat, a major AC, and then a minor heat and a minor AC. And we just assume that you really have not had a major heat done. So you need, so I, if, if, if I had any control over and That includes this, checking all the VAV boxes, but they have heat. That, that's a big piece yeah. of it. So we would get that done in January because it's, you know, that's when it's going to get cold. It, you know, so, it, the longer we delay, the longer you're going to have that major. Well, I was going to say, my question would be if, if we agree to this, mm -hmm. is the first step, I hope, would be getting a big team out here and doing one major yes. hit. Yes, yeah, our, our, our initial startup PM, okay. and since it's in the winter month. I think that would have to be understood that that would happen as part of that Yes, it is, and, and, but it's, it's a, a lot of labor to set aside, and so the sooner I know, the more, I mean, there's some internal startup that I gotta do, so it, it's gonna be difficult for us if it's the last minute in December my gut will say yeah. it. This may not. It won't happen till at least the fifteenth, and it may not happen till February first. Okay. Well, <clears throat> we're still going to do that initial major initial startup, but um, if if we could, uh, you know, we could get that startup done. It's just some of the majors. I'll have to talk with Mike about that. But and I'm I'm curious yeah. to see how things. Uh, how do they normally happen with the diocese as far as it, it take 30 days? Does it normally take? Uh, yeah. Okay. And, but again, but them knowing somebody us. with a little clout can push it through and mm -hmm. there's some familiarity with y'all. Not a lot of... <clears throat> where they're, they might not have... To, I don't know how there's, much they look into probably it. Probably not going to be a lot of educating on, well, that's on, right. yeah, on their part because they're already familiar with us, yeah. which is great. And the full coverage program. Yeah. Okay. It's not like I'm going with some brand new company they're not familiar with. Right well, I, part of my job is to help you put together whatever we need to put together in like a package to share with the diocese. So I, I, that's all part of getting it all squared away. I want to make sure everything's dialed in the way that we need. Well, to. And, and with a new principal, obviously you go through changes with any new leader. And right now we're going through a major change in our technology. Like we're an iPad school. Mm -hmm. We're getting away from that. And we're trying to go to Chromebooks, which one of my jobs is I actually oversee the technology department. Mm -hmm. And not that I'm a big IT guy, but mm -hmm. I guess my job is to babysit and make sure stuff gets done when it needs to get done. So I oversee our IT guy right. who is supposed to be doing the research on these Chromebooks and yada, yada, yada. So we're doing another contract to get these Chromebooks and that kind of thing. So this is going to be another proposal that will be dropped that we're trying to push through, even though this mm -hmm. is a, well, it's not a bigger money issue once we get all these Chromebooks, it's a big purchase. But again, I'm just, the point is I'm, there's a lot going on mm -hmm. that we have to prioritize, but I'm gonna try to make this a priority. 
It has to be. Well, I mean, truly, because at the end of the day, you make too many mamas and daddies mad, or too many teachers yeah, mad. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and I can't tell you nobody's ever come to us and said, okay, if y'all don't fix this, we're out. I mean, they're more concerned about the technology piece, the yeah. discipline piece. The, yeah. They're more concerned about their kid on the sports team than they are, yeah. you know, are they a little chilly in the classroom, gotcha. truthfully. I, you know, I'd see people take their kids out if they don't start on the basketball team quicker than they will. <laughs> I mean, they just do. It's a different culture. Because yeah. um, I coached here for 30 years, so I know. <laughs> <clears throat> so, yeah, that's why I'll never go back. I don't like dealing with parents. Well, you mentioned anymore. this is your last three or four years or so. Yeah, probably. This would be – doing a full coverage program like this or – Partner with with us would be Part a great parting legacy. Is I left you, right. good left you in the great state. Right. Yeah, things aren't falling apart, yeah. and they're taken care no, of, and it's a smooth transition. Do and, I know. don't want to just walk out and say, "Hey, this is what you're stuck with." But right, and, that's uh, why I brought yeah. it up. You know, you, you mentioned this is your last little stint here. Yeah, I've got a freshman at Carolina, so we're trying to get her through. And oh yeah. So to finish that on a good leg. That's right. Well, thank you, Bob. <laughs> This has been great, well, yeah. as always. And I do appreciate the work you put in there. That's my pleasure. I you put a lot of time in it. So. He really I does. love it. Well, <laughs> make the big box, right? I love it. Well, the, the passion about I told you about my your passion with the solar business and trying to help folks. Like, it's all we part almost, of it. We did look into stuff like that, too. We had a huge proposal, and they were offers and just so-called yeah. We almost went to the point where we put... Or so, if I need to do, aren't we at two? Let's just plan to talk before then, for okay. sure. Yeah, right. and that'd be great. Mm -hmm. we'll then we'll go back and compile my notes, and then we'll get back. school, people don't like staying much past closing time. Oh, I get that. Yeah, we'll, we'll make it happen. Okay. Thank you, sir. All right. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Oh gosh, that's right. Ideal pre verification leader. Lots of good insight, insights. Well, um, he's a sharp guy, so I'm gonna put he's, this down. I'll be 
Let's talk for five seconds if you want. Because um, I, I want to get gas and I need to, I don't know. Um, I forgot about the lunch thing. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that went very well. Um, yeah, here are my notes real quick. Yeah. Um, it's not a big deal if we chat here a second. No, I don't think we're bad. I just don't need to have five and then keep No, we're not. Because <laughs> this ain't done. No, the truth is not. So, a um, couple of back, back comments. Um, so, you just kind of have to tell me, um, worried about motors. So, that, these are the stars mm -hmm. that I think that we need to work on before Tuesday. Worried about motors, we need to find out. I don't think Bob White, I think that would be a very bad thing for him to do to leave him high and dry. So I don't think that he would leave him high and dry. Right. I think they're a good I think at the end of the day, yeah. they do crappy service, but they're a good company. Right. Bob has a personal relationship with Walker, whatever, okay. Bob Walker, whatever the guy's name is. So, right. so I think it'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's fine. Um, fiscal year runs July to June. So that is a reality. So we need to um, strategize how we might navigate through that. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want to do um, something, but maybe we do sell them a C and then convert it. Who knows? But mm -hmm. we just need to have some talking points around that, you know, maybe to help them buy us. I think that Nancy's going to figure out how to make it happen, but mm -hmm. we'll see. Especially since she's been there at St. Joe's. Right. And then we might, um, but we'll, we'll, I like Roger and I have gotten, I, he knows my, I take maximum flexibility to meetings because they need to fill it. Cause I hang up, I can, I have authority to, to do different things. And so we will change and we'll, we'll figure out a way to make, um, make it easy for them to buy from us. Help Bob save face. Mm -hmm. We got to make sure that we do a great job right. setting them up in the very beginning. Hey, you know, like what we did in the very end. Bob, don't feel bad. This is what you can get from everybody else. And right. talk about the loan thing. I think that's really important. We saved that very well because yeah. he was starting to get upset. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. hopefully I comforted him. And, and, but, you yeah. know, and just talking about that and, you know, the lane thing, I think it works really well. And I didn't think it felt salesy. Did you think no. it felt salesy? No. And, I mean, you, you, you did such a great job with confidence. You can't... Um, you know, light on the, the pictures for the next group. You already know that. But other than that, all of that was great. Um, yeah. He said, that's what I want is the best. Yep. And so I think all that was great. <coughs> Good um, stuff. The other piece that I didn't write down is um, figure out... Um, Garson, I'll, I'll call Garson and find out what and if Kent, any. We need to um, find out about Kent yeah. Diocese. Yeah, so um, do you want me to run that line That'd for you on both of those? Talk to the okay. bosses about that. Yep, I'll talk with both of them. And really get the scoop on the diocese. Yep, you know, how much that. do they know us and how much they love us and all that would really yeah. help yeah. expedite it. Yeah, but anyway. Good. You like that? Thank you very much.